it's me, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre ghost from the movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I remember that part. I am the titular character, the ghost of the Texas Chainsaw. We're watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's right, folks. It's finally time. Toby Hooper's masterpiece film, The Texas Chain Space Saw Massacre. (laughs) And then next week, we'll be watching The Texas COVID Massacre. Boom. Got him. We we decided to watch this movie, and then immediately after that, Texas announced that they're lifting all their mask mandates and opening 100%. Um, So we just, we've got our finger on the pulse. We have an influence on this show that may be too powerful for us to handle. Should we Should we start it? Oh, well, yeah. Let's start the movie. All right. So this film, you can watch it on IMDb TV or Tubi for free. Both of them for free. You may have ads, but it is what it is. I'm watching it on Tubi. I'll probably get ads. Right. That's okay. So you can have the full Bria experience if you watch yeah, it I'll there. let you know if the ads are good or not. Or if you've got, you know, the Blu-ray, you've got the Carl experience. Which team are you? Do you we should put up an Instagram poll. Team 2 or Team Blu-ray. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, are you are you all set up? Are you ready to... Yep. All right. So I'm pressing play in three... Two, one, play. A Vortex Henkel Hooper production. A film by That's Toby a, Hooper. Okay. Um, so my cat stole my AirPods, I think. <laughs> That's like all I'm thinking about right now. But I'm sorry I'm to try to that. focus on the movie. It's a good thing this movie is so frightening and scary that it'll take your attention not as scary as me losing my airpods but it's close well we'll see i have to take each of the scares and rank them on a scale of um something that's not scary to losing your airpods i know there's a few that are losing your airpods we'll have to see Ooh. Uh, no i love this movie for this real is like I love this movie. My favorite aesthetic of any horror movie. I literally just want to, like, be in a 70s horror movie. I agree. Wearing a sexy outfit. I agree. I was just going to talk about, you know, the cinematography in this movie is pretty incredible. Um, The kind of grainy film look from the 70s is also extremely cheap movie um but yeah i'm just looking at a black screen right now are you okay yeah that's part of the movie this i was actually yeah so this i love this opening scene um it just getting these snapshots really quick of these like dead people bits like a close-up of a skeleton hand and mouth and stuff like that and i think it's a great setup for the movie because it's gross and nasty but also very visceral because it's just like a black screen and that it just comes at you but not like blah but like it's you know it's more artistic than that it's like photo snapshots but it's very scary this is probably just one of the most like 
nastiest movies in general. It's but pretty that, gross. That may be influenced by one of the first time when the first time I saw it, I like got the DVD from the UWM Me library. I think that's, <laughs> that's what you. I feel like yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Monday's got me like. <laughs> is a great opening shot though but yeah the first time i saw this i checked out the dvd from the uwm library which huge shout out to the uwm library amazing film collection you just check out a bunch of dvds you get them for like three weeks and but they the downside is that they every dvd they have there all smells like bo what <laughs> Which I never figured. I never figured out why that is. I, one time I asked them, I was like, "Why do all the DVDs smell like this?" And she like did not know what I was talking about. <laughs> but like every DVD smells like bo. Ew. But yeah. Anyways, so I got the movie and I watched it and I loved it. And then they had like another disc of just like you know like making of documentaries and stuff. So I was watching that, but I was watching it on my computer in like the passenger seat of my dad's car when we were going somewhere and it was just so it was so hot in the car and i was getting like car sick and watching this like them talking about this movie and it just kind of um stained my stained my experience with this movie just thinking of just like being hot and car sick and nasty that's like yeah, that is this movie. Like, that's a good... If you haven't seen this before, that's the feeling. <laughs> that's definitely... That's definitely the aesthetic. And being in a all... hot car and being car sick. Yeah, and the whole time in the documentary, they were all talking about when they saw this, it was like over 100 degrees every day and everyone was oh just God. like throwing up from the smell of like the rotting meat and stuff. Yeah, this is a... Yeah, this, this, is, this movie captures pretty pretty good like the grossness of summer that i think people forget about i mean here in new york we have hot summers but i can't imagine texas in whatever whenever they said it was august ew yeah oh yeah horrible my god meat though like raw meat let alone rotting meat oh my god smells horrible i was in a um I didn't realize just the smell that just normal. Okay, so we're looking at dead armadillo. I'm pretty sure that they just like found that armadillo when they were filming. He's so I cute. think I remember hearing that. But armadillos are so weird. Like, are you a roly poly bug? Are you an alligator? What are you? Yeah, make up your mind. Sheesh, armadillos. Also, love that there's a disabled character in this movie. Yeah, I also. <laughs> you love that he's just like a huge asshole i think that that's well, actually i think that that's good though because you know if you just portray all disabled people as just like the sweet person everyone loves an inspiration yeah yeah you know what i take it i said that as a joke before i take it back this actually is good representation because it's like a real character sometimes he, sometimes characters are assholes i know i think is he actually disabled the actor is he actually in a wheelchair no Oh. But when well, they were, it was 1973. When they were filming it, though, he like stayed in character a lot and like st- and like didn't leave the wheelchair really, and so everyone, everyone like hated him. 
because he just like stayed as he just kept acting like this asshole character and toby hooper he said that um he was very happy to kill him off in the movie my god he just like did not like him haha (laughs) disabled people getting hurt funny that maybe ow that's rough to do to this character right off the bat I mean, this hey. is nothing to do with anything scary. They're just making him seem like a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, let's just push the guy in the wheelchair down a hill. That's how we'll start the movie. Yeah. Wait, but I wanted to talk about gross meat more. Okay. So I had this medical anatomy class, and we dissected huge cow hearts and stuff and cow lungs. Let me just say horrifying smell it literally haunts me like people complain about the smell of formaldehyde but fresh stuff smells a million times worse than like preserved stuff really okay the end horrible literally and i'm a vegetarian too but it wasn't so much that i just never smelled anything like this and it was the kind of smell that i couldn't get out of like my nose for like weeks Wow. Did you have you ever has that ever happened where you smell something really bad and everything reminds you of it? No, I don't think I've ever had oh. that strong reaction to a smell. Lo- I do all the time. Wait, oh my god. Okay. This girl, I see I love the look of porny ass nipples and no bra underneath just like a sheer shirt. I just think it's such a look and nobody does that anymore. Everybody's like, "Oh no, my nipples are showing." I'm like, that used to be the look. Right. <clears throat> yeah. We should say for people who aren't also watching the movie, there is a group of teenagers. These are teenagers, right? They're supposed to be teenagers. Yeah. Around teenagers. Or like college, somewhere in there. Yeah. And they're, they're driving in a van. They're going to, um, I think they're going to Franklin's, like, uncle's house or grandfather's house yeah well because this 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 um cemetery got like vandalized with all that gross shit and like dug up and so they're going to like clean the grave and see if it's okay or if it right got fucked up there's a grave robber on the loose oh ad number one. Oh, what is it for what's the ad for optimum Ooh, are you no gonna free get... clout should we bleep that out no it's okay <laughs> i mean they paid for the ad in the movie that's true so this is just a savvy business move on their part yeah so now franklin is talking about um cows in the slaughterhouse they used to hit him with a sledgehammer um which apparently is better than the little cattle gun thing but they're getting a bunch of uh, we're getting a bunch of like close-up shots of these cattle and i think these are really good shots to kind of just to position of the kids and then the cattle the cattle very nice foreshadowing if you may say if you may say sorry it's early in the morning i'm not talking yet today uh but this movie really great cinematography by daniel pearl who was a mere 23 years old shooting this movie wow just finished uh just finished getting his master's degree is your ad over no i'm only like halfway through the ads <laughs> right now okay y'all i can't say i recommend to be but 
It's free. What can you do? Right. It's free. I think it. I think, I think I'm Team Blue right now. This is a lot there we go. of ads. There we go. Is it still the Dish optimal soap? ad? Dish soap? No, it's for Dawn. Well, you there's know, there's been like several in the past. Of, like I've already seen like four ads, and there's probably two more. Wow. I mean, if you have to clean up the um, the remains of one of your relatives who got their grave dug up and desecrated, yeah, you're gonna I mean, need Dawn. That, you need Dawn dish soap. Dawn is safe enough for wildlife. They just told me so. So there you go. It's safe enough for skeletons too. Oh, okay. So now they're picking up the hitchhiker. Fuck! I love this part. God damn it! It's just the the big wide shots of the um of the car. That's like a like a Wes Anderson shot. All right. So now we got the hitchhiker played by Ed Neal. Um. One of also a great performance. Very scary. Is kind of manic. So, scary in a real way. This scene I like because it's scary in a real way. Okay, what time are you at? All right, all right. Eleven minutes, thirteen, fourteen. If, excuse me. <laughs> Where are you 18, now? Eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Um, the hitchhiker is talking to. Him. He's talking about the sledgehammer. Okay. Yeah. We're at the same part. Sweet. Is that a birthmark? I never know. I or think I think blood? it's a, I think it's a birthmark, but I don't I don't know I don't I don't know if that's like real on the earth. That's that's probably makeup, right? It looks good though. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, here we go. Uh, ew. You hate to see it. Okay, so now he's looking at They're pictures so stupid. of slaughtered um, cows and stuff. Toby Hooper said that he initially he wanted to make this movie as a PG movie. And the MPA said that, you know, you could get a PG rating if you don't really show blood. So, contrary to popular belief, there's not a lot of blood in this movie at all. Is it PG? No, it's R. They did not give him the PG rating. Oh. That's funny. Unsurprisingly, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre could, did not get a PG. It's but, just scary. Yeah, it's kind of like the thing with like The Conjuring, where they wanted a PG thirteen for that, so that it was it's not very violent. But then they're like, no, this is just too scary. You can't ha- show this yeah. in a PG thirteen movie. It's like that, and <clears throat> there's some moments of blood, but really not as much as you would expect or think. And the filmmakers were talking about how people would be talking to them about the movie afterwards and be talking about these horrible, like, these scenes and this horrible stuff that happens in the movie. And they're just like, yeah, no, that didn't happen in the movie. You literally just, like, imagined that and thought that it was like that. Wait, what? People would say, like, oh, yeah, like, that part was so bloody when I cut up with the chainsaw and stuff. And they would just, like... That would just be, like, in their imagination, like, in their memory of the Crazy. movie. They would, like, have assumed that happened. Here is the first little bit of blood where he cuts his hand here. That always, like, sends a shiver up my spine in movies where people, like, cut on their hand like that. Yeah. So, but he took their knife. He's He has a knife now, this crazy hitchhiker they picked up. So. Yeah, he just cut his hand on the knife. Really no reason. He's just... And then handed it back. He's just a little, a little out there, a little eccentric. 
this okay the hitchhiker he kind of reminds me of like the weird kid you have to sit next to on the bus on a field trip totally but instead of a knife he's like you want to see like my game boy (laughs) something like that now he pulled out another knife he's got a real like one of those like old-timey barber knives yeah (laughs) that he like flung open yeah also um at the time that this was released a lot of people were convinced that this was like a true story which is kind of you know helped out but there's an opening um not not there's an opening like narration and opening text that says it's a true story but it it is not but if you're smart and you're a little sharp you can know that this could not be a true story because the opening text says that this takes place in the summer of 1973 and the movie came out in 1974 so there's no way that this could have been real wait what do you mean how they could have filmed it in a year or less well they well they they filmed it in ni- in the summer of 1973 so if this happened oh uh... In summer of 1973, they would have to have been filming it at the same time that it happens. Which, it can't be. And the whole um, Leatherface and the family taking, spoiler alert, not really, they take, like, they have, like, furniture and stuff made out of skin, kind of... Uh, inspired by Ed Gein, my man from Wisconsin, favorite Wisconsin celebrity. But Toby Hooper, he did not even know who Ed Gein was until after the film was released, like a t- couple years later. So he said that he didn't even realize that he made a movie inspired by Ed Gein. Yeah. Kind of is, though. Freaky. Yeah. All right, and the, so the hitchhiker is still... Still talking, showing them his little, um, his trinkets and stuff like that. Now he's got some, uh, aluminum foil and some mysterious powder. This is a good scene, though. It kind of goes on for a while, but... Yeah, this scene is long, but it's all... It's very tense. It's like, get this fucker out of your car. That's why you don't pick up hitchhikers. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, um, that this actor Ed Neal he said that. Yeah, so he started a fire in their car. Yeah, and that's the last straw. Now they're trying to get him out. But Ed Neal said that like, I'm not sure exactly who like some kind of like cops or something. They would always like thank him for for like doing this role because apparently this movie made like people like stop picking up hitchhikers yeah oh okay yeah so the hitchhiker um he cut franklin the guy in the wheelchair he cut his arm and they kicked him out and now he's rubbing his blood on the van and spitting at them and stuff and i will say uh, i know this is a very low budget movie but that van was driving away extremely slowly <laughs> the hitch he was very able to keep up with it for a while yeah but i think it's also because like it's a stick shift, right? So they would have to gear down oh, and then gear it? up. Oh, I, I literally all don't cars even were know stick what that shifts means. back then. Okay, well, forget what I said then. I, I Horoscopes, we love the 70s. 
it's basically just 2021. It's true. It's the whole cycle just keeps coming around. Oh, it's going to be an unpredictable day. <laughs> yeah, I told you. What if, like, at the end of the movie, they, like, turn into the camera and they're like, I told you it was going to be a crazy day. They go, oh, it's because you're a Libra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want Wait, did they say what sign he is? I want to know what they all are. Um, they said he's a Capricorn. Who's a Capricorn? The driver? Yeah. Okay. Probably, like, the least interesting one out of the group. Yeah, that do be Capricorns. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Love my Capricorns. Both my parents are Capricorns. What is, like, a hallmark of a Capricorn? Like, being super business-oriented and, like, type A. Um, like, my boss is a Pisces, which makes no sense, because he totally has Capricorn energy. Hmm. Like... I mean, like, my dad's a doctor, and he's a Capricorn. Like, that makes a lot of sense. Even though my mom's an artist, she's, like, very business-motivated. She's an amazing businesswoman. So, like, that kind of stuff. And that works with uh, that character, Best the outfit. driver. Because he's he's um, he's just behind the wheel, getting them from A to B. He's getting yep. down to business. Yep. He seems like a Capricorn. Um, can we talk about the outfit, though? My yes, favorite outfit please. in any horror movie. I'm literally obsessed. The backless halter top. Hallmark of the 70s. Like, love it. Where you look naked from behind. Nobody wears that anymore. It's true. It's a good... It's a good I'm, outfit. Yeah, I want to, like, recreate shots from this movie just so I can wear that outfit. Yeah. I mean, there's there's the one shot that's coming up a little later where she's walking towards the house and it's from like a low angle behind her and it's just like yeah her that back one and then the that's house. the one i want to recreate because i want to wear that outfit you should do would i get in trouble no wait that's such a good idea tm Thank tm you. tm nobody steal that nobody, nobody steal that nobody do that except out? for bria should should i actually Bleep out enough words so that they can't take my idea. Okay, okay. Because I'm actually going to do that now. Okay. I'll bleep it out. No one's stealing that idea. But when it happens, you heard it here first. Hell yeah. You can't get in trouble for that? Is imagery intellectual property? No. No, definitely. I mean, you can't copyright like a low angle shot of someone's back. You know, if you took like the shot from the movie, then yes, but not if you if you recreate it yourself, then no. Got it. Okay. See, oh, I love that outfit. It's nice, and it's a. It's um later in the movie. It's, um, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. There's something that happens with her back later in the movie, which uh, seems fitting that. (gasps) You're right. Oh my God. I've never noticed that. And yeah. Okay. And this this, movie is so smart. This outfit caused little problems with that scene, but I don't want to talk about it until it happens. So you're just all going to have to wait. Okay. So right now they're at a gas station, but the gas station is out of gas. Um, so they're just kind of just sitting there. 
This is all good stuff, though, because these are interesting characters. Franklin, my favorite character. I'm not totally sure if this is a good performance or not, but it's a very entertaining performance, so I really like it. Franklin's just like, yeah, yeah, I got my knife. Yeah, he's really, he's kind of annoying. I don't think he, wait, how come you think he's an asshole, though? I just think he's annoying. No, he's like a jerk to everybody. He's bitter. Yeah, especially later in the movie. Is that fa- okay though? Like, is that trying to say that disabled people are bitter? No, I don't think. I don't think they're making a general statement about disabled people in general. I think. But it's I just, just like how they're like, let's put a guy in a wheelchair in here. Yeah, but it honestly it makes it interesting. Him being like bitter and angry kind of makes sense because it really comes out whenever like they're all like walking around and he can't like follow them because yeah. they're going upstairs and stuff. But also, I love how a lot of times they just leave him in the van. And then he just, like, is looking around, like, all pissed off. And, yeah. like, they yeah. just leave him. No, I'm really starting to feel for Franklin on this watch. He really... Me too. He's got it bad. They, like, don't... They don't care that he's not, um... That he can't really keep up with them, go where they have to go. It's come In a scene coming up, he... Li- he they're, like, walking around this house... And he can't really get up the steps or whatever. And he literally just like, <laughs> like he like does that. He always does this stuff with his mouth where he does that. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're driving down the road. So, all right. They just said that if they run out of gas, Franklin has to tow, a, tow them in his chair. Oh, and he's eating some meat. Is that foreshadowing, eating meat? Ew. I wonder if this movie made more people go vegetarian. This made Guillermo del Toro become vegetarian. Who? Who is Guillermo that? del Toro. He directed um, The Shape of Water. Oh, yeah. And Hellboy. So, yeah. He's a cool guy, Guillermo del Toro. We got to do one of his movies sometimes. He made this one movie... I don't remember which one it was, what it was called, because I'm a a fake Guillermo del Toro fan, but one of his movies, like, the studio made him, like, change so much of it, and it turned out to, like, be bad because all the changes they made him do, and it was, like, a nightmare for him, and he said that making that movie was the worst experience of his life, including the time his father got kidnapped, and he had to, like, pay ransom to make him free. Wait, what movie? Sorry, I missed... Uh, Guillermo del Toro's, I think it was his second movie that he made. I don't remember what it was called. I think it's called Mimic. Was the worst experience of his life? Yeah, that's what he said. Damn. Wait, I gotta look this up right now. It's gonna bother me. Guillermo del Toro, director of... Yeah, Mimic. Okay, so they're getting Franklin out of the van. Good for Franklin. He's holding... eating? That's his meat. Ew. Piece of meat. It looks like a literal penis. Yeah. (laughs) It literally just looks like a penis is hanging out of his mouth. Oh my god! It does. I think wow. like it like if they said that 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 is actually just like a penis prosthetic prop, I would believe it. And they're like, "Oh, we need a piece of meat, but we don't have any, but we have this penis." Okay, in the close up here, maybe not as much, but from that wider shot, 
like a hundred percent. Franklin's really staring at the blood that the hitchhiker left on the van. He seems to be being very upset by it. Yeah, they're at this um, so at this abandoned house now, and they were filming this. Toby Hooper, the writer and director, he rewrote the script to include this house in it just because it was like there when they were filming. Like the Leatherface house is like literally right across the street from this. So this house is there and they just rewrote the script to include it. That's cool. I didn't know that. Ugh, I love this 70s man. Why don't men look like that anymore? I don't know. What, like his hair? Everything. His outfit. His hairy chest, oh, like all of it. This shot. Ew, what is that? That I don't. That's a bunch of Spanish? daddy long legs. Is ew. Which were just like just there, and they just really filmed it. Yeah. ew. That's. Ew, I would never live in Texas. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I probably wouldn't live in Texas. Although a lot of like filmmakers come from Texas. Richard Linklater or Matthew McConaughey, they're all Texas. Yeah, that spider shot, though, probably like one of the scariest shots in the movie. Because you're like, they're zooming so close on these spiders and all their little legs. Just like, why are we watching him struggle and not be able to do things in his wheelchair? Um, You have to set up his resentment at the world. (laughs) Sally! Yeah, uh, Toby Hooper, he said that he really loves this shot because he loves watching him struggle like this because he just did not like this guy. (laughs) I think a lot of the bad stuff that happens to Franklin is just they just wanted to do it to this actor. (laughs) Yeah, they found someone they hated and they're like, okay, you're going to be in a wheelchair and then this and this and this is going to happen to you and then you're going to have to struggle to do all this shit from your wheelchair yeah no stick this dick in your mouth yeah yeah also i just saw my notes here this isn't really pertaining to this part of the movie but um it kind of goes back to what you were saying about um dissecting animals and stuff so a lot of the kind of props in the movie there's a lot of like dead animals and stuff and one of the crew members who was prepping them was injecting these like the dead animals with formaldehyde and she was injecting it into like the leg oh here look right now <laughs> love that <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah franklin <laughs> see that's that not what i do when i'm angry at people i like scream in a pillow yeah see i i don't or know i if just I would... straight up would tell them i'm angry like I don't, know if I don't I would... think I would just <laughs> blow a bunch of raspberries into space, like. It just yells out, ow, that hurt. I don't know if I would say that that's good acting, but I love watching it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, so, anyway, so one of the crew members was injecting formaldehyde into an animal's leg, but the needle went through the leg and she accidentally injected herself with it oh my god and then what happened what happens when you inject yourself with formaldehyde um they did not say i'm going to assume that she was okay (laughs) but there's a lot of instances of the shoot of this movie being very 
uh, pretty rough and difficult for people. Oh, dead animal alert. Ew. Can't even tell what it is. Yeah, that's freaky. This movie uses all, like, real, like, animal bones and stuff. And all kinds of bones. Which, I mean, it makes it look scarier, I gotta say. That's freaky. Yeah. It reminds me of Blair Witch, kind of. Yes, true. Bones hanging from the ceiling. Okay, so that the scene in the house, I think uh, this is a very like it's a very short movie. It's like eighty three minutes, and it's very tight. But maybe that one could be a bit cut down. Not much is happening. Yeah, I don't love the house stuff. Um, but why are they just like going swimming instead of getting gas? Um. Well. The gas station is out of gas, so I think he was saying that they have to, like, wait and come back. Oh. I don't know. I think think that's it. So they're just killing time. Yeah. Where are they going swimming, though? I don't see any... I'm not seeing any water. Going swimming in the dirt? Ha ha, fat joke. Now a fat joke about the disabled person. (laughs) (laughs) There we go, 1973. Yeah. Yeah. I love those really low-angle shots they do on the dolly. Very. so are they going up to this house now? Yeah. They're walking to the house. I wonder wonder what's going to happen there. Uh, probably something cool and nice. They're going to have, like, a good time. Maybe the house has the indoor swimming pool that they're going to go swimming yeah, in. I can, like, feel how hot it is outside. Yeah. Just from looking yes. at this. This movie, one of one of the hottest movies in terms of you just know it's hot. Dog Day After Dune is... Afternoon is another very hot movie. Die Hard with a Vengeance, another very hot movie. You love a good hot movie. Okay. These cars here, so now they've come across a bunch of abandoned cars, and originally they wanted these cars to be buried in the ground with the antennae sticking out, but they could not because they did not have the budget for that. There you go. Uh, Should we play the game? Oh my I god. I want to get it over with. And I feel like this is this, uh, one of the last slow parts. I totally forgot about it. Give me one second. Ooh, wow, I completely forgot it's okay. about that. I'm making us meet like super early in the morning. So it's not that okay, early here. It's I got almost it. 10 now. I got but... it. Okay, how much did this movie cost? Keep in mind, this is uh, 1973. One million. Three hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Okay. Never Very mind. cheap, especially because like back then, making like a cheap movie, you needed a lot more money than making a really cheap movie today, because you had to like a lot of the money just went to buying film stock and stuff, yeah. and you're just like burning through money every time you're shooting. But how much did it make of a three hundred thousand dollar budget? 
Oh my god! Like even like through today? No, just in when it was in theaters. Okay. Okay. Um. Like twenty million. Thirty million. Ugh, I was close. That was close. You did very good. You're getting really. You're getting better at this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really am. I love how everybody gets to listen to my progress as I get yeah. smarter. Hopefully, our our listeners are we getting getting better too. You know, you learn something new every day. If we can have one person, um, be able to uh, identify roughly how much a movie costs just by looking at it. Uh, we will have succeeded. Yeah. Okay, so this scene here, they're coming up to the house. One of uh, one of the best scenes in the movie. Yeah. One of the scariest. Although it sounds scary. I literally yes. can't with, like, the rest of everything that happens in this movie. Yeah, from, but, the, from this point on, it's just like... But the next scene is my favorite. The next scene... Like this scene. Well, I guess we'll. Oh, yeah. And like the yeah, one after this is, it. This is great. Like, stuff. I think what happens to these guys is the best. It's the scariest. Yeah, and let's see what's going to happen. Maybe they're just going to. Boom! There he is. Yep. Oh. Leatherface. Oh, my God. He's just like twitching on the ground. So Leatherface popped out, hit him with a big hammer, and I was like. Like twitching on the ground, which is so scary. It's just like a such a scary visual. It also just feels like a lot more real because like that could like happen, you know. If you get yeah. hit in the head and like a piece of your skull goes into your brain, it could do that. Here you go. This is the shot we we're talking oh, about. This is walk- oh my yeah. Oh walking my God. with her towards the house, the low angle, backless top, beautiful, oh. beautiful shots, dude. It's so good in her outfit. Yeah, I know. And I that keep intro, about it. I'm obsessed. That intro to Leatherface there is, I think, really great because just like the framing of it, it's not putting a lot of emphasis onto when he arrives. He it's just so comes real. into the wide, into the wide frame. You know, usually it'd be like a big like close up and reveal, but it's just like he just walks in and he's there, and it's like, oh my god, there's just like a guy with a leather mask in. And it's so real. He just walks around the corner, and that's what would happen yes. if this actually happened to you. And, and you would probably die just like that. You know, would be this big buildup. You'd probably be fucking dead as soon, you know, like as suddenly yes. as he was. Exactly, and just and like the mask and the whole costume is just so scary that you don't need to put any more like emphasis no. or anything on it. You just if you just show it at all, it's so scary. Is this um this the the, the this scariest is, mask in all of horror films? Maybe. Um this is this part not super scary to me. I um, never love this part. It I don't know, I'm just like, okay. There's more creepy shit in this room. Like they've been seeing creepy shit this whole movie. Right, well, I don't know if she has though, because Franklin saw that dead animal thing and those bones. I think besides the hitchhiker, this is the first... And it's just like... And this is a lot of bones. It's like bone chair. Oh, well... There's a... Like... Human parts, This... Too, okay, so. so this is like a bone couch. And it, every time I see it, it reminds me of that one... That, like, KFC oh, couch. Oh, fuck! Of, 
Colonel Sanders. No, what? I don't want to miss my face. Is it an ad? Oh, Bria is gone. Bria just disconnected from the FaceTime call. Well, I hope she doesn't miss her favorite part. Oh, wait, she's calling me back. Uh, hello. Hi, computer glitched. All right, we're good. We're still just looking at bones. I think we're probably roughly at the same spot. I skipped ahead a tiny bit. Probably, yeah. Are you looking at bones? I'm looking at her freaking out about the bones. Okay, I'm looking at bones. She just... <gasps> what? I'm ahead of you. I'm sorry, but I I love... Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Pause it real quick. I am at 38, 36, 38, 37, 38. Okay. What are you at? 39.14. Just tell me when okay, you get I'll, there. Okay, I'll tell you when you get there. All right. So this... now, yeah, she's freaking out, looking at the bones. This goes on a little bit, a little bit long, I will yeah. admit. But I think that was just a courtesy to give you time to come back to the call after your computer glitched out. So I think that was mm-hmm. actually really smart and thoughtful on the uh, filmmaker's part. Okay. Um. Th- oh my God. Okay. So this is about to. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're. What you're. Yeah, uh, you know what I saw. <laughs> reacting to. So she's running 14. out. Okay. Uh. Twelve. Thirteen. Fourteen. Okay. Okay. Damn. So she that dug, shot. Got, got like that's best that's probably the scariest. Movie. Definitely the scariest shot in the movie. And now she's going on the meat hook. From this point on, it's just kind of it's just kind of nonstop. But I remember before I ever even saw... Oh, my God. He just stuck her on the meat hook. That's that's a thing. Okay, I'm going to... There's a lot going on right now, but I'm going to go in order. So that shot where she runs out the door and Leatherface grabs her and drags her back in the house. I first saw that before I saw the movie in some kind of like... I don't know, some kind of like thing where it's just showing different clips from different horror movies. But I saw that and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I got to see this movie. And it's just like... The energy in that shot is just so terrifying because you really tell, you know, he really, like, grabs her. It doesn't seem like like a movie. I don't know. It just seems very real how it happens and really great acting by the actors there. Okay, but now Leatherface has stuck her on the meat hook, which was... Um, chopping up her boyfriend. Chopping up the boyfriend, which is... um, Which was problematic for the filmmakers on two different accounts. A... When they oh, were sh- got an ad. Oh, that's okay. I've, I think we got a couple of minutes before something interesting happens. Um, which Okay, so A, they had to make like a harness to lift her up to be like on the meat hook, which is very difficult because of her wonderful top, which doesn't have a back onto it. So it was very hard to figure out how to get a harness for her. And then also with the MPAA, they were like, you cannot put that in a movie and get a PG rating. But they were like, but we don't show any blood. And they're like, no, it's still no. <laughs> you can't do it. Because her acting yeah. in there is so good. You just like really like feel it. I've seen this movie a bunch yeah. of times. You still just like feel it under your skin when she gets stuck onto it. Um. Yeah, pretty crazy shit. And also, I think you're so right about the backless top. Like that's totally foreshadowing. Also, she needed to be wearing something like that. I mean, I guess not, but it it just makes it. Yeah, I don't know. And it and it, like when when she gets stuck on, it just like seems worse because you just like have been seeing how exposed her back is this whole time. She was like, "Oh, it's really just sticking yeah. in." Okay, so Franklin's just being a little bitch. Classic Franklin. 
What are you at? Should I skip ahead 30 or um, that wait, be too I much? am I am at 4151 4152. What are you at? Uh, not it's, one second. Okay. Skip ahead. Skip ahead if you need. Um so okay, oh, also regarding the um the low angle tracking shot with her walking towards the house that we love so much. That was initially not not in the storyboards and it was very contentious whether they were going to add that shot and shoot that shot or just move on to the next scene because they shot all that they had planned to shoot because they're running low on time but i think that proves you should always err on the side of of go you know going over time and getting more than you need because um if you i mean if you just move on you know, maybe you'll finish your day earlier or on time or not as late, which would be good for you, you know, for like that day or for the next day. Yeah. But if you take the time and like really get the shot, if you have a great idea, and if you do the idea that lives on forever, you know, like yeah. if they didn't get the shot on that day, they could have just moved on. But us, what, fifth? almost 50 years later 45 years later we wouldn't have been enjoying that that great shot yep you're very right my rule of thumb is that if you're wondering whether you should move on and you have to think about it for more than five seconds don't move on because the time that you spend arguing and debating about moving on is time that you could spend getting another shot that is my uh that's the carl filmmaking course Yep. Um, what other corners do we have? Um, I don't know. I don't have a trivia game for this one. Lucky for you. Yeah. Uh, no complaints about that. But uh yeah, but don't worry. We're going to be getting to a lot of uh a lot of trivia here. Yeah, okay. So now uh the other guy, I don't know anyone's name except for Franklin. Um, but he's Me going either. he's going to the house looking for them and this moment coming up so this actor um had never seen Gunnar Hansen is the actor who played Leatherface and he had never seen him before in like the costume or anything before they filmed this shot or this scene so when you in the shot where he first sees Leatherface coming at him he like screams and it's just like it's like a real scream because it's kind of one of those things you hear all the time where like oh the actor like didn't really know what was gonna happen got their initial reaction like an alien where they like had like real reactions to the chest burster coming out of the person's chest in the scene like they all read the script you know so you know what's gonna happen but with this Mm -hmm. even if you know what's gonna happen if you see that face and that guy coming at you like without knowing what he's really gonna gonna look like that's like oh so God, scary I, that's so scary especially like he looks so scary like even if i didn't know yeah and he's just like a huge guy yeah all right oh he's in the house it's gonna come up so if you watch watch him it's a quick shot it cuts away real quick but you see him really scream um yeah so he's going in looking for kirk there's the meat hook with bloody residue on it although not a lot of blood 
you know you got to keep the blood down yeah so that's why what i want to know where is she at we're about to find out do we i thought we never find find out no she's right here oh she yeah okay i remember in the freezer that's scary she just pops out like that look at that look at that he's like flailing his arms around are we in sync yeah all right so was she alive or dead that's what i don't understand she's alive she like she was like ah! yeah she was in the freezer yeah all right uh leatherface just hit the chicken justice for the chicken yeah that's what i say great production design in this movie all the sets and everything i don't know how they do it we should have gotten Catherine on this episode to talk about production design maybe should we do the remake i've never seen the remake yeah i I was thinking like should we do like the sequel the sequels or should we just do the remake there's a lot of sequels that would take like two months yeah his teeth oh yeah those are um prosthetic that like his dentist made for him i think so i think we're seeing i'm at i'm at 47 16 17 18 is that where you are i'm looking at the moon. little bit behind all right it's fine i won't spoil what happens all right it's dark now franklin and the other actually wait i think i got the girls mixed up because that's I... sally pam was on the hook okay this is sally and their brother and sister oh okay so i think pam may just be dead because i was thinking about later in the movie but i think it's actually this this girl and not the other one no you never that's the last you see of her because that always frustrates me like i want yeah she never really gets it you never really see the full end of it right i guess we can just assume oh and the guy's name is jerry i guess because they're yelling for jerry speaking of jerry i just watched a new tom and jerry movie on hbo max have you yeah you aware of this film bria of a new tom and jerry movie no the new tom and jerry movie there's a new tom and jerry movie and it's live action but the animals are cartoons like who framed roger rabbit but not just tom and jerry are cartoons in the world of this film every single animal is a cartoon like every like rat and horse and cat in in an otherwise live action world and also there are some scenes where they show in this hotel kitchen and meat is also cartoon meat in the film is cartoon which humans eat that's weird milk and cheese is live action so the question is at what point in the cartoon cow does it become live action milk and this is what I'm trying to figure out. I think I honestly, I think I have to watch the movie again and just try to try to find these things out. I made a TikTok about it and getting a discussion going. Some people were saying that when the milk is pasteurized, that could be when it turns into live action. But I don't know. But then there's a lot of theories now. There's discourse going on that it must be human milk. That in the Tom and Ew. Jerry movie, they're just eating human milk. 
Because otherwise, why is it not cartoon? You know? I don't know, because it's not the animal's body. But is it live-action milk inside the inside the cartoon animal? Yes. So what what is is the inside of an animal real life? Because there's a scene where they Girl, go to I a, don't know. they go to the museum and they show like a dinosaur skeleton and it's cartoon, which mm-hmm. implies that the inside of the animals are cartoon. So maybe it was all milk. Just so people would be having this discourse. Maybe. I tweeted at the writer and I messaged the director on Instagram asking them about this. They have not responded. Um, So Kevin Costello and or Tim Story, if you're listening to this, please get back to me um, regarding the milk and cheese in the Tom and Jerry film. Big fans of your work, by the way. Okay, so she's just pushing him through the woods now. All right, taking Franklin on a little stroll through the woods at night. Uh, yeah, I I like the when it cuts to them, when it initially cuts to them by the car at night, because you just kind of think about, like, what have they been going through this whole time? It's like hours. I know, and they're, I mean, that kind of went by pretty quickly, and they're already there's only two left yeah wait so everyone else everyone else is is dead dead. (laughs) or i mean we don't know about pam but i mean we never see him actually die so pam was not looking so good i gotta say she She was in the freezer kind of freaking out she also was impaled so yeah that's rough i don't imagine that didn't like hit her lungs or something oh my god Oh my god, I don't even want to think about or it. Or her spine, like any, or her heart, Ooh. any vital organ in there. Mm, I'm gonna like vomit. No, I think you're right. I think we should do the remake. Because I've never seen it. I, I doubt it's as good. There's but... no way. It probably sucks. But I think, we've, I think we have to do it. Yeah. Also, oh my god. There's Leatherface chopping up Franklin. Damn. Chainsawing Franklin. That's a pretty brutal Franklin death, too. Yeah, a little bit of blood here, but not too much. Some sprinklings. Sprinkling of blood. Oh, my God. She's literally already the final girl, and I feel like, oh, she's so good. That scream and run away. Um, Yeah, everybody else is literally already dead. There's one person left. Yeah, she's good. Also, we still got a minute left in this movie. Yeah, it, it does not feel like we've been watching it for this long, though. It moves very fast. We're like an hour in. It does not feel like we've been watching this for an hour. Maybe that's no. just me. Okay, and this chase, I love how this chase goes on for a very long time, and I love that because it's like you're experiencing it like in real time with the characters, and like there's no escape for you as well as there's no escape for her. You just got to keep, keep doing it. Also... This is probably she's probably the only horror film heroine to jump out of two windows to to escape oh, the yeah. monster. Which honestly, that's like probably one of my least favorite things. It seems like a Scooby Doo kind of <laughs> yeah. move, just jumping out. The I know window. this. This is kind of like wait. 
But imagine just, like, running from someone who's chasing you with a chainsaw. What the fuck? Can you imagine the primal adrenaline of that? No, like, I can't imagine. It said when they were filming this, uh, Gunnar Hansen, who plays Leatherface, he had to, like, keep, like, stopping to, like, chop branches and stuff because he was just, like, so much faster than her. Just so he wouldn't actually catch up with her this does kind of yeah. seem like a scooby-doo chase though they should put some like a scooby-doo music underneath oh my you should and that's how we advertise yeah. this episode to i'm in love make with the... an ostrich yeah or or put yeah put music underneath it scooby-doo music yeah yeah wait what was i just gonna say i was gonna say something i don't remember what it was uh oh 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 yes okay so we gotta do the remake next and probably one of the worst instances of changing the name of the movie a little bit and calling the remake that because like for example when there was the final destination and then one of the sequels was just called final destination they just took off the the and renamed the movie that yeah for the remake so this is Texas Chainsaw Massacre and for the remake they just called it Texas Chainsaw Massacre but with chainsaw as one word instead of two words here also chainsaw is definitely one word but the title of this movie is Texas Chain Space Saw Massacre which is maybe that's how they did it in the 70s really Oh, this and this look at this. It's looking crusty. Okay, so these like weird like skeleton people. It just gets scarier as the chase goes on. It just gets scarier and scarier. But why would you run into the house? I guess she doesn't know that it's I mean, crazy she, people. There we go. Out the window. <laughs> Jumping out the window. Well, she probably maybe she probably thought that it was like someone else's house. There's people inside that could help her. I don't know. Also, okay, yeah. so when they filmed her sh- jumping out the window, they had a stunt double jump out the window pane and down, like, two feet onto, like, a onto like a pad. But then when they shot the other shot of her landing on the ground, they had the actual actress just, like, jump from the top of the house anyways. Wait, that's so stupid. <laughs> Yeah. How did she know. do that without getting hurt? I think she did get hurt. What the? F- she looks hurt. She looks like she is not feeling good. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's not the only time she that actress got like injured making this movie. Oh my god! Yeah, they kind of did her dirty. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Okay. okay, this bitch still running. She's still just now running. Now we're running back through the woods again. See, I don't need this. Like, yeah, okay. We're just going the opposite direction now. This is Scooby-Doo. <laughs> They're just running <laughs> the other way. <laughs> I think this is still good, though. Oh, my God. She fell on the ground. Is she going to get... Is she going to get sliced? Okay, now I'm, now I'm just getting interested in the remake of this movie we gotta do it because okay also i like the only thing i know about the remake of this movie is just the poster i've not seen any even an image or a trailer of it 
Me either. I just gotta go in. It's probably really bad. Probably, but then that's good because we can make fun of it. This is like I never get tired of watching this movie. No, no, this is one of the... one of my favorites ever. I think it's in my top three. Horror movies or any movies? Uh, horror movies. So, what's getting bumped out? Midsummer, Hereditary, or Silence of the Lambs? Oh shit. Uh. If you're count, if you're counting Silence of the Hereditary, Lambs. honestly, because it wow. hasn't really hit the same since. I saw it the first time, but Hereditary's number four. Wow. And I do count the Silence of the Lambs. I got a tattoo for that movie. <laughs> I have to, I think it has to stay in the top three. Right. Now I kind of want a Texas Chainsaw tattoo. What tattoo would I get? <laughs> the leather face on your face. <laughs> yeah. The mask. This part, though, all of this is, this sequence is so good. Yeah. Okay, so now she's ran into the little like shack or something the guy's there he's like there's no one there now you're safe you're okay which uh yeah i don't know is something sus gonna happen only one way to find out i do like her jeans are those jeans i think they look they're like beige yeah like white jeans okay i have to pee is it can it be time for the bria p segment yeah sure the bria p segment then we got a little time before something happens so now it's just you and me dear listener oh man Uh uh-oh she's seeing some meat it's getting kind of scary here and we don't have bria here to um to comfort us and tell us that it'll all be okay. Oh, man. I love this shot of this meat with the red light. Because it's like, uh, you know, the scary red light. And when you see the meat, you're like, oh, my God. Meat? Like human meat? And then you start to piece it together in your head. And then he comes back with the truck. And he gives a little sly smile, which he hasn't done yet. But he's about to give a little sly smile. And then you know, oh, my God. This guy's in on it. If you didn't know before. Maybe you figure out before. I don't know. Good for you if you do. You're a you're a smart viewer. Really, personally, those kinds of things, like, oh, I figured out. I knew he was going to be bad. I don't even really, I don't really do that. I don't really try to figure things out. Like, watching, like, a mystery movie, I really don't even try to figure out what the, like, who the killer is or what the mystery is, you know? I don't even worry about it. I just watch it. Just go along for the ride. Okay. Now this is good. And she's going to attack him. I liked how the when he kind of reveals to her that he's bad, it's not like it's not like a big thing. It's the same thing as the other shot with Leatherface. It's not a lot of emphasis put on it. He just comes in with the sack and he's like, "Now you got to cooperate." And you just no. It makes it seem a lot more a lot more realistic. All right, so now they're fighting. He's hitting her with a broom. He's getting her uh the broom is going to tie her up. He's really shaking. There we go. There we go. She's out for the count. Out cold. They're going to get her into... Um, he's going to get her into the truck. Yeah. Hope you all are enjoying this movie, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like we've said many times, 
Love this movie. It's a great movie. This guy, good actor. I don't know who he is. I don't know um, what else he's been in. Maybe I'll look it up right now. I'm on the IMDb page. Um, ooh, oh, okay, I don't even know the character's name. So, I don't think he's old man. That's definitely... He's not old enough to be old man. He's not grandfather either. I think he's Leatherface's brother. I think that guy is Leatherface's brother. Um, But, yeah. Look at the IMDb. I don't know who the character is. Oh, and Bria is back now. Hello. Welcome back, Bria. Thanks. It's great to have you here. So, this guy, he's just tied up. Uh, Pam. Wait, no. Is this Pam or Sally? Sally. This is Sally. All right. He, Nobody's named Sally anymore. It, is Sally short? For, what's Sally short for? Salamander. <laughs> Salantha. Wait, I want to know if it's. Wait, I want to look it up. My aunt Sally. Everybody has a great aunt Sally. Like I know that's like a saying, but I actually did have a great aunt Sally, and. But that wasn't her name. Her name was Marlene. But, like, after she was born, like, her mom took so long to name her that everybody just started calling her Sally. <laughs> so well, everybody called her that. So I wonder if that's... How long did Sally's she take to name her? Nobody's real name. I don't know. Like, a, a couple months or a weeks A couple months? Maybe a couple weeks. You just go that long calling it baby? What if you just never name your kid? He's like, <laughs> hey, kid. Hey, you. <laughs> it fell off. Um, oh, the name originated as a pet name for Sarah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Or a nickname for Salome. Salamander? Oh, Timothy no. Salome. Alright, this is this is scary. He's just kind of poking her with the stick in the bag just because he's laughing at her screams. What a cruel, cruel man. Well, the patriarchy at work, misogyny in action. <laughs> just... Ugh, my tummy hurt. I kind of wish someone would just, like, put me on a meat hook. and <laughs> That would make it hurt it a all. lot worse. <laughs> that would make I'd your be tummy... dead shortly after. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, because if you looked at Pam, she was still alive in the freezer. You're right. I think you want to go more like Franklin. Yeah, you're That's right. Much uh, quicker, or actually, no. The the first guy, he just got hit in the head. No, the second guy only got hit in the head once. The first guy was kind of alive for a minute. Oh right, he was shaking and twitchy. Was he like, really yeah. alive? I mean, he was definitely like unconscious at least. His brain was really. All you up. think his body was just like like when you cut the head off a chicken? Yeah, and it, I think yeah. it was like that. I think it was like an involuntary. Thing. Oh my god, you're so right. It's like when you cut the head off a chicken and there was the chicken stuff the in the, of the house. The nerve endings. Oh my god, you're so right. I think you're right because like it's just like your nerve endings. Sp- that true. happens to people sometimes. So like they're like spazzing out. They're yeah. till they're all yeah. the ways that this movie is like visually connecting these people with like animals. With those shots of the cattle and you got the chickens and when Franklin's eating that piece of meat. Mm-hmm. And it's like these people they just treat. These, these treat people like animals. Yeah, put it on a meat hook. Like, do you think that this is a commentary on 
commentary on like animal cruelty and yeah, how we use it's, like it's animals. It's a ve- vegetarian propaganda. <laughs> and we use like you use animals' skin to make like furniture, which is normal. But if you use human skin to make furniture, it's creepy. True, but also like oh, and the hitchhiker's back. But also, um, I feel like this in the seventies was like probably kind of the height of like more people were going vegetarian but you were like a looney tunes crazy person treat hugger if you went vegetarian mm-hmm. but now like everybody's vegetarian and those people are vegan yeah yeah oh i think the best line is coming up this is the best look what your brother did to the door <laughs> I love when this guy's yelling at, yelling at, oh wait, the hitchhiker is Leatherface's brother, not this guy, this guy's Leatherface's dad. No way, he's both of their dads? He's their dad? I think, yeah, yeah, they're, because they're all a family. I th- I thought this guy was Leatherface's brother, but I was definitely wrong, because he said, look, we, the hitchhiker is Leatherface's brother. Yeah. It's hard to tell how old Leatherface is, because he's got the, um, you know, the Leatherface and all. Yeah. You goddamn fool! He also seems a bit developmentally delayed. I Definitely, no. He <laughs> he like absolutely is, and like Gunnar Hansen, the actor, he went to like a school for disabled people, though they did not use the word disabled. Oh and, no! And like studied. <laughs> oh no! And that, like, I know what you what word it is instead. Yeah, and he, like, studied them and, like, to try to get the movements and, like, mannerisms correct. And and the IMDb trivia says that um, a lot of disabled people have praised this performance as being accurate, but I have no idea who's, who is saying that. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, in terms of, like, disabled people who, like, in ter- are serial yeah. killers. In so. terms of, like, the physicality, maybe, but I don't know if I would, like, watch this and be like, Hell yeah. Like, that's it. <laughs> you yeah, got it. I feel like he's doing basically what Maddie Ziegler is doing in this new Sia movie. It's basically the same role. No, that's horrible. No, it's basically just like... It's similar just it's in the sense of like... A caricature of a disability. Yeah, and just in the sense of like a um, not disabled person playing disabled in a kind of uh, eccentric way. Although honestly, yeah. this may, this may be a more subtle and nuanced performance than Maddie Ziegler in. I music. agree because it's have, not really a part of the plot. You can just kind of tell. Which which yeah, I, I which I don't know. I'm not really going to say that because I've not seen music, but I've just only seen like trailers and little clips. But we'll see. Listen, I'm not gonna. I haven't seen the movie, so I can't. I can't weigh in. Everyone says it's bad, but you know, I don't know. And also, everyone's like oh, it's so bad, don't go see it. But, like, I'm not going to condemn something that I haven't... I'm not going to condemn something I haven't seen. I'm not just going to take your word for it. I'm so curious. I totally agree with the clips I've seen and what everybody's saying is wrong about it. I totally agree. I don't want to support it financially, but I am curious. Everybody's saying, like, it's so bad, so now I, like, want to watch it and see how bad it is. But I do think if I do watch it, I will not be paying for it. Let's just say that. Yeah, I'll probably just wait. I'll just, like, rent the dvd from the library or something yeah because i am curious i do feel like 
I don't know. Some people need to see it to at least say what's bad about it. Right. Um. Okay, so... Well, what if you see it and you like it? I know. I might. That's what I'm worried about. You're worried about it? I mean, if you like uh, it, you like it. I just don't want to get canceled, because I agree that the movie should probably be canceled. I love Sia, though, too. Yeah, I don't know. I like we'll old see. Sia better, though. Right. Listen, I don't know. The filmmakers probably had... I'm sure they had good intentions. I'm sure they didn't mean to make something that's, like... I think they all thought terrible. they were doing... They were doing a really good thing, and they just did not go about it the right way at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, okay so... so now... Dead man. Ew. This is he alive? No, he's... Is... Well, he's... Yeah. That's the thing. That's kind of what makes this very, um, very scary. Okay, so also, so this scene, everything with this guy, this, like, the grandpa character. Oh, okay, sorry. That right there, where, she, where he cuts the finger, when they were shooting this. Ew. Um, when they were filming that, they had, like, a blood tube connected to the knife. Nasty. What is nasty? An old man sucking on your finger. <laughs> I think you're a little bit ahead of me. Just like oh, a couple, really? just like a couple seconds. But when you start, when you started saying that, that's when that came up. On so sometimes when you're a little bit ahead of me, I think it's really funny because that's you start to say something, and I'm have a minute like where I'm about to ask you, and then it happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's like that's a pretty interesting image though of just like an old, like basically <laughs> dead guy just sucking on your finger. That's scary. But when they shot that, when um when she cut her finger, okay, so. This this whole scene, everything with the grandfather is played by an actor named John Dugan, and when he got into the old age prosthetic makeup, he decided that it was such a chore to get into there that he was never going to get into that makeup again. So they had to film everything that he's in all at once, and so they had a 30-hour shooting day shooting all of these scenes with this guy. Oh and it was God, so hot. That's more than a day. Yeah, and it was so hot, and they were going, like, and they have all these, like, skeletons and raw meat and stuff. It was smelled so bad in this house that they had to, like, take breaks to go outside and vomit. And they Ew. were, like, losing their minds, like, seriously, like, like going crazy. Like, they said, like, in this scene, Gunnar Hansen, um, you know, play Leatherface. Why does he have makeup now? Okay. Quick tangent. Leatherface has three different Leatherface masks that... Because he says that he doesn't really have much, like, inside of him. And so the mask is, like, the personality. So right now he's making the food. He's And he has, like, the old lady make mask, mask oh. on. But when they shot this, this, the shot where he cuts her finger... They had like a like a the knife with like a blood tube to put fake blood in it, but it just like wasn't working. And so on one of the shots, he just took the tube off and just cut her finger for real. And so that's like in the that's what's that in the movie where it's like he actually cut her finger. Damn. And she was like and like when they did that, she was like she like actually like screamed and stuff, but no one even noticed that it happened because Damn. that's just like 
the scene, which is kind of crazy. That's kind of fucked up, but no, not but. I'm saying that for sure. I wouldn't. I do not condone cutting your actors. Um, but yeah, but they were like seriously like going crazy here. And Ed Neal, who plays the hitchhiker, he said that filming this scene was the worst experience of his life, and he had fought in Vietnam. And he said that he might. Oh my god! And he said that he might kill Toby Hooper if he ever saw him again. What is wrong? Why are these people having such horrible experiences making movies? I don't know. It's a it's a tough business making movies. I mean, yeah. You know, I think that part of the job of a director is not just in charge of making the movie. You're also just, you know, a leader of the cast and crew. And so if you if you're like abusing people to get a good performance or shot in the movie, that's like you're not really doing your job because that's part of the job of a director is like taking care of the people you know like if you're like a construction foreman you're not gonna like beat your workers over the head to like get this building done or whatever yeah i mean maybe you were but you shouldn't i have class in 20 minutes so how much we have left okay we have um 10 minutes left in the movie less than 10 minutes left in the movie okay and then we can finish our quick break yes Okay, yeah. And then also, um, so Gunnar Hansen, he also said that they were, like, not acting in this scene. That it was so hot that they were going crazy. And there's a part where the hitchhiker, he goes, kill the bitch. And Gunnar said that his brain, like, his brain just went, like, oh, yes, yes, kill her. And he, like, jumped at her. And then he had a moment where he was, like, oh, wait, no, this is a movie. <laughs> like, yeah. he, like, for a second, he was thinking his brain, like, oh, yes, actually kill her. Just because, like... The heat and everything was just, like, really just getting to everybody. Which, yeah. It seems like a pretty nasty time. I can't imagine that. This is a long scene. I can't imagine. It it does seem like it probably took a long time to make. Especially if, like, this scene. Especially if shit wasn't working. The blood stuff and Mm -hmm. whatever yeah yeah this is all great these like quick cuts on her face very scary listen it's a very effective scene it's very scary and all the skeletons and everything again great production design and this grandpa like one of the scariest things because it, it doesn't really make sense like that should not be happening and that's because that's like the one thing in this movie that's kind of outside of reality but it's presented what, it's the grandpa? like the grandpa, like this like basically yeah. dead guy. I agree. He he doesn't look like an alive person, but apparently he is. Yeah. But and he's presented with the same kind of hyper reality that the movie overall has, and it's combined with these things that are like almost unreality, but like could happen, like the whole like Leatherface and stuff. Like that doesn't really happen in reality, but it could happen, and it's just kind mm-hmm. of the grandpa just goes a little bit further than that so you still believe it and you really believe this thing that can't be in this very real seeming reality this is a good part here where the grandpa's trying to kind of bash her head in 
And this is, like, kind of funny, too. Like, the whole grandpa thing where he's, like, sucking on her finger. And like, he's, like, trying to... He can't, like, hold this hammer. Like, this is just, like, a <laughs> guy, like, on They're the brink of death. They're trying to put it like, in his yeah, hand. Grab her, grab why her, grab are her. They, why do they want him to kill her? He can't. I have no idea. He I don't know. He's the, head of, he's the head of the family. Hit that bitch. Come on. This is like that scene in SpongeBob where they're trying to get Squidward to hold the jellyfish. Um, the net, net keeps falling out. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the like same feeling grasp it's giving it. me. Firmly <laughs> grasp it. <laughs> this is so frustrating. This is literally <laughs> the same scene. You're the best, Grandpa. Get her. Get the hammer. Yeah, this is funny stuff. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Oh. And he's still just like 12 times in a row trying to hit her with the hammer, but he keeps falling Dude, out of his hand. This has been going on for so long. This is great stuff. This is cinema. This is Kino. Now she's going. Oh, boom. Out the Good window for you, again. Bitch. Out the window again. Here she goes. And yeah. So now it's morning. Now it's morning. They were there for a long time, long dinner. So was that breakfast or dinner? I have no idea. That's the real question. Because what time they don't are they have windows at? in that house? I kind of believe that she was hurting this bad to be walking like this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. So each. Each of the wait no this 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 is the same girl that jumped out the window before. I keep getting my my time mixed up in this movie. I just they could totally catch her. He's like yeah he's just like he's her. like playing with her. He's like playing games. He's like bah! all right now this is also a great part. The truck coming in and. Here we go. Boom. There goes the hitchhiker. Ha uh-huh, bitch. So also, so that shot, there's a very quick shot where you the camera is like from inside the truck and it's going right at um, the hitchhiker. And so how they filmed that was that they had the camera in the truck and they had, had the camera upside down and then they just had the truck go backwards. So they could run the film backwards. But when you just put the film in the camera backwards, it also turns upside down. So that's why they had to turn the camera upside down. So it's upside down oh. and backwards. Wait. I just, I'm trying to remember what happened. This is so scary. Yeah, I love this guy, the truck driver. He yeah, just shows he up and he's like, oh, fuck this. On person? Did he kill, or, oh my god. He killed the guy on purpose, you think? Ran over him? Um, I've, I've. Maybe. I have no idea. Probably not. Yeah. Also, that shot there where Leatherface was just cutting through his leg. I'm pretty sure this is just like a real chainsaw they're using this whole time. Yeah. And so for that, they just had like a leather plate on the actor's leg so that he wouldn't cut through himself. It was metal, not leather. It just got leather on the brain. Which I still, I would not do that. And the actor, Gunnar Hansen, who plays Leatherface, I've said that a million times. But he kept asking Toby Hooper, he's like, how are we going to shoot this shot oh where he cut the chainsaw? Go, 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 go. Yeah, this is scary. 
Oh, and then actually, no, I think Where's this the truck year, driver? I think this here is actually the best shot of the movie. This, yeah, he's swinging around the chainsaw in the sun, sunrise. She's frantically laughing, coming up right yeah. here. Yeah, bitch is there gonna live. Go. Boom. We love a final girl. Great stuff. Um, where is the truck driver? Uh, he's probably just still running. He's probably still running away. Or maybe he got in his truck and drove away. Okay, wait. So, what I was saying. So, the shot where he cuts his leg, he kept asking. He's like, how are we going to shoot How are we gonna shoot that shot? And Toby Cooper just kept saying, I don't know, but don't worry about it because it's the last shot of the movie. <laughs> Implying that, like, Damn. if he, like, killed himself, you know, it would be fine because <laughs> they like, got everything. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, there you go. There we go. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wow. Thank you all for being here. Bullshit. And, um, Love that movie. Oh, what's what's your rating? Uh, Like 9.5 out of 10 backless halter tops. There we go. I would rate. I'm going a common scary. Hell yeah. Almost perfect. Yeah, I agree. Almost perfect. So yeah, there we go. Good ass movie, y'all. Um, okay, listen to the quick fight. All right, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time with maybe the remake. Who knows? Oh, but we won't promise. No promises. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.